Hello, I'm Matt. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. And welcome to Matt, Matt Joe, Matt Joe Men Music Reviews Podcast. Two chums on a journey of musical discovery. Sharing their favourite albums with one another. And listening to albums for the first time, time together. together. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, I said without the sheet of paper, I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway. There's classic. Oh, yeah. All right, well, we've lost a bit of paper with the words on that we said a million times. Well, look, you look at the notes. Okay, okay. Jeez. Someone's uh, protective of the notes. Yeah. This is gold. Um, so how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Have you talked to me before this? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, uh, we, <laughs> we did actually a big were, conversation. Though, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, for the sake of the podcast, I am good, thanks. Yeah. How, how are you? Um, I think, think I'm all right. I'm trying to think of something I've done in the last week. I feel like I've done loads, but I don't think I have. I feel like I've done loads. <laughs> I went to uh, Red Chili. Oh yeah, how was the Chinese restaurant? It was delicious and it Just was dead For listeners, well. this is a different Chinese restaurant to the Chinese restaurant we talked about last week. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I can't remember talking about one. Yeah, Wu-Tang Wu Chicken, but not. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's actually Huawei, I think. No, that's the phone. Oh, fuck it. Anyway, you went to Red Chili in uh, Leeds City Centre. And it's dead. It was dead on a Friday. And that's good. So is I it? got like, it was like we got personal service. It wasn't. We just got, you know, every time you wanted some service, it was there. And the food, although I got the chicken satay, which wasn't brilliant. The other, no, but everyone else's food that I tried was delicious. I see. You, yeah, so, you want to go to the weirder kind of thing. I do think your statement about it, well, you said it was the best restaurant in Leeds. Yeah. I think it's probably the best Chinese in Leeds from yeah, my uh, yeah. see that? humble opinion. And I give it a 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> so what's the best restaurant in Leeds? I don't know. Why can't it be a Chinese? Well, it's just that's a bold statement in it. Best restaurant. Well, it is because I've been to loads. Look at your connoisseur <laughs> of restaurants. Mm, yes. I just think it like doesn't get the best restaurant thing because it's a Chinese. Like, oh, oh that no. can't be. That's Mate, like any, cheating. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just too like, much of a, a a broad statement to say something is the best restaurant in Leeds. Best when, one I've been to, and I've been to quite a few, and. What of them? The ones, the other ones I that are good, that don't really exist anymore. High end ones that you haven't been able to go. Yeah, to. but they're men. Have you been like to not... BB's? The I mean, Italian. Yeah, I mean it's not the Where's best. What's that? No. Well, there you go. But it's. Do you know what I mean? There's and an that's Indian just... that's good. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> we don't know anything. No, we're, <laughs> we're not really. That one beneath the train station. There's that underneath the train station. <laughs> the, the, and then there's the one up in, up in up in up in Round A, or is it one of the two? That's like that is meant to be the best one, but it's where all the celebrities go. Ugh. Exactly. Ugh. I've not been to that, but I bet Ugh. I hazard a guess it's just like good, fairly good Italian food. Why don't we go? On the way, it'll be expensive if celebrities go. Yeah, and Why it's like Savile used to fucking. Oh well, if Savile's been there. Well, he only lived around the corner, didn't he? But they took his picture down. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. God, well, we're, we're in the garden again. Yeah, it, it started off raining, that's why you didn't go to work. Yeah, I didn't go to work today because it was meant to be thunder and you can't work outside with Now it is metal like tools scorching. It hasn't rained all day and it's now hot, yeah. Good Which times. is fine. Yeah. Sort of. My boiler's broke though. Yeah. 
So yeah, lot in, lot going on really. Washing. <laughs> um, is there any further ado? No, without any further ado, <laughs> let's get to Matthew. Sorry, it's your line I keep nicking. It's, you can do that line. Matthew. It's not like the like I'm not copywriting those rhymes. Who's even going first? I think you are. I um, went first last just... time. Right? Rocket to Russia is the third studio album by the American punk rock band The Ramones and was released on November the 4th, 1977 through Sire Records. Its origins date back to the summer of 77 when Sheena is a punk rocker was released as a single. You know, no. Nah, it's <laughs> So what did you know of the artist and what were your expectations? Well, what I knew of The Ramones before this was Baby, I know you came about That one, in the club style. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're proto-punk pioneers, I do believe. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I've seen an unhealthy amount of Talking Heads programmes about the origins of punk, so I'm well aware that there's a bunch of old people that take the soundtrack to their youth way too seriously. And thus the Ramones are lauded as being way more culturally significant than they actually are. Is that what you thought before you even heard <laughs> Yeah, them? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I don't, I don't... Yeah, I'm just trying to take the piss out of... Sounds the... like you are, mate. That's okay. Yeah, it is. I'm having a laugh on Matt Joe Men's Music Reviews podcast. Uh, yeah, they particularly gush over how cool Joey Ramone was. But I, I've never thought sunglasses and a leather jacket, jacket is the most groundbreaking look. He says, talking to me while I wear sunglasses and a leather jacket. jacket. <laughs> he wears sunglasses and he's fucking sunny. It's really hot. Practical. Uh, incidentally, did you know that Joey Ramon got his look from Spider from Micro Machines? What? That was out well out. Oh my God. Are you sure you know, got it the wrong way around? You're not the... getting a joke, are you? Oh, sorry. Mate, Micro Machines is after the... Wow. That's what I was, yeah. Jesus. Is that what... Is that what Spider got his look from, though, the reels? I don't know. That was just a bit of humour. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm really <laughs> glad that you laughed. Good one. Uh, also, they're on T-shirts. They're the, band, they're the seminal band of people that wear the T-shirt for them and they never listen to the Ramones. Like, there was a lot of people in my work that did that. It's like, I just like the T-shirt. Um, also, John Cooper Clark's a big fan. Um, he's kind of got the same look, hasn't he? To be fair, sunglasses, the hair. Does he wear leather? I don't know. Um, but yeah, he said because he used to base his performance. Oh, what was what was it? I said it in a previous episode. Like oh yes, <laughs> in the no F, no effects episode. Like John Cooper Clark thought he was making. Don't shake your head. <laughs> Like saying his poems really fast was good because that's progress, and he got that from the Ramones. Like they just tried to every gig they did, the, the faster they got through their set, the better. So that's the thing I know about them. You knew uh, quite so, a lot, really. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's all in these. I've ever watched. I, I feel like I've watched a lot of these. Like you know, and it's just old men going, "Oh my god!" When I first saw the Ramones, it was like the wheel was invented again. Or something, you know what? If, is it just me that's watches all this shit of the years? No, but you know I what I mean, though. BBC Four, BBC, you know. I kind of, I was in, I was definitely very into them at one point. Like, anyway, 
this documentary is not the right. <laughs> cool. So, um, <clears throat> did you like them? Uh, yes, I did like. Well, I do like them. I kind of like them more than I like this album. It's yeah, a bit complicated. So on a track by track basis for this album, Rocket to Russia, there's quite a few songs that I do like and some that are just meh. But there aren't any that I don't like, so that's that's good. Alright. So yeah, I've decided that uh it sort of links into what I was saying before. The Romans for me are a band that I, I can fully appreciate why they were so important at, at the time and so well liked, even though these old punks need to get over themselves. <laughs> the appeal their appeal on on that level for me just doesn't click for All me because right. I'm like a person born a decade after in their inception. I get that their thing is that rock was too big and too polished and too corporate and they wanted to take it back to that raw, uncomplicated sound of years prior. But, but this album, for example, came out 42 years ago and the music it's trying to recapture the feel of was from 15 years before that. So like I just listen to like 50s and early 60s rock and roll instead which is what I've done all my life anyway because that's what my, my dad's into so um, so in that the sort of in that way they're a bit pointless to me but <laughs> sounds like, remember I do like them though um, so I'm just uh, being a critic you know um, but yeah so I do like them because uh, they do totally nail that sound yeah um, and I am a massive fan of that sound um, yeah, on the <laughs> I have gone for the negative over the positive. There's no real flow to the album, but that's sort of that's kind of the thing, isn't it? There's just a bunch of songs. It's not like a journey. It's like a load of short songs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. Did you have a favourite song? Uh, yeah, here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, like all that stuff as about I said about them capturing that raw essence. This one just nails it. It's got the feel of the, specifically the song Little Town Flirt by Del Shan Shannon for me. Uh, it's powerfully sad and very lo-fi. Nice. Um, any others you want to mention? No. <laughs> Good. Short, <laughs> concise, to the point. Yeah, like your uh, Ramones album, I suppose. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have done it all like that, no. Um, do you have a favourite line? Yeah, it's uh, my favourite lyric is Slugs and snails are after me, DDT keeps me happy Now I guess I'll have to tell them that I got no cerebellum Gonna get my PhD, I'm a teenage lobotomy From the song Teenage Lobotomy dun, 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 dun. Cool And anything else you'd like to add? Uh, not really, well so I'll give it 2.5 out of 5, okay. but if I was judging them as a band, which is not what we do, I, th I reckon I'd rate them a lot higher. I think they just, which is kind of what the way I'd, I mean, it's hard to say. Like a lot of this, it's my favourite artist from the time that they're trying to recapture are kind of the same, like, oh, who's a good example? Like Chuck Berry, for example. Like he's got hundreds of songs, so it's probably like, the majority of his songs are kind of meh. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like I know which songs I like, having listened to pretty much all of them. So I kind of, and there's loads of bands I do like Oasis. There's loads of bands that are like more sort of simplistic song structures, where I just where it's just either they 
hit or miss. And when it's a miss, it's not like that's terrible. It's just like a bit boring. Just yeah, just boring. Um, so I think you know, if I was to like listen to the entire Ramones catalog, I could probably just with one big listen, I could probably just go like, like that one, that one, make my own Ramones playlist, and yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah how they work because it's like because they are just songs they are just short songs and it's like um it sort of that fits with their aesthetic so i'd you know i'd buy a single if it was the 70s <laughs> <laughs> cool so 2.5 yeah not bad uh so who who are you <laughs> i mean <laughs> so why did you pick this album for me to listen to and why do you like it talk for a bit well i've got a reason why i picked it other than I thought, you know, maybe origins of, of punk music, although you said you discredited that as a load of bullshit. No, I didn't say it was a load of bullshit. I, I was just trying to take the piss out of it. But I do think they're early pioneers of punk, and specifically I think they're, by, by today's standards, they'd be more described as, as pop punk, but of course that yeah. wasn't a thing then. Because yeah, they're, they are quite poppy. Um, they've influenced a shit ton of bands and the whole genre itself. And you can hear those influences now in, well, maybe not so much now, but definitely in the 90s and stuff, and mm -hmm. the 80s. I like that they've got a really simple style. They've just got catchy songs. One, two, three, four. Two minutes, most of them. So it's really not like a super fucking slog to listen to a song. It's over before you know it. Uh, they literally were a band who knew three chords. I just wish I could have seen them in the late 70s. I saw a couple of their gigs, I watched a couple of them today and it was brilliant. Playing in England, they got a really warm reception. They did, put, they did tour for like a long four time. decades or something. And also, I just think they're cool as fuck. Do you actually? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> do you not just think they're like... By today's standards, possibly, but <laughs> no, I think at the time they were cool fucking cats, mate. So how do, how do you reconcile, because they were like, you loved... Um, Dark Side of the Moon, they were very anti that. They, that was literally the ultimate antithesis of. They were that was like everything that were, they were rebelling against was that really polished, really well produced, really complicated rock. Or do you just like both things? I mean, I can like I can definitely <laughs> like both. I, I like the Ramones. But I suppose again, you you were born. I liked. <clears throat> you were around in the seventies. Maybe you would just pick. I liked the then. Ramones well before I'd heard Dark Side of the Moon, oh, yeah. which I've only heard and. And I did say at the time that I'm glad I listened to Dark Side of the Moon oh, now yeah. because I don't think I would have appreciated him That's as true. much as I do now. Whereas I can, I still enjoy the Ramones and I can definitely acknowledge the, the massive impact they've had on music in general and, and the, the punk journey. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, again, where if we, yeah, we probably would have had to pick a side if it was the 70s. Yeah, I guess. Because <laughs> I, mean, I find that a lot, like... There's a lot of duality. I find... It was that sort of attitude was more prevalent back in the day, whereas now, or at least as I've got Everyone older, just likes good old yeah, I like early. I like all sorts of music really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you can have that duality now and not be like, "Hey, you, you're a faker," because do you know what? Don't gatekeep, <laughs> don't gatekeep, gatekeep, don't gatekeep, don't gatekeep music. Don't you like what gay. you like, and if if you've got a problem with that, then you can fuck off. Whoa, you sound pretty punk man, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the establishment. Dark Side of the Moon's still a good album, though. Don't dress just like them now. You'd probably look a bit silly. I've definitely rocked a leather jacket. But you... 
Yeah, but you haven't done the hair. Oh, no, I'm never doing the hair. He's never doing the hair. There you go. We're okay. Shot I feel like Howie's going to do that. <laughs> what, look like her own? Yeah. Well, he... He's got the hair. He's got something going on. <laughs> okay, so that was our first review. And let's get into review number two. With Matthew. Boo, 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 doo. <laughs> 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 okay, WWF Aggression is a soundtrack album by WWE, then known as the World Wrestling Federation, or WWF, released on the 21 of March 2000 <laughs> by Priority Records. It features entrance music of WWE wrestlers, re-recorded by various hip-hop artists and groups. The album was a commercial success! Way! Charting at number 8 on the US Billboard Top. 200. Cool. Great. So, um, so what did you know of the art of various artists? <laughs> did you know it? Like, oh, it's a bit different, isn't it? My answer is. Oh, go on. I had heard of WWF slash WWE. <laughs> no. But also, I've heard of a lot and also listened, listened to through this podcast a number of the artists. Oh, and yeah. I'd also heard a few of these songs already. And I thought, do you know what? I'm probably going to enjoy this because it's wrestling themes <laughs> from from when I listened, when I used to watch the old wrestling. So yeah, it's your era, my era. So, did you like the album? I thought the album was okay. Oh, it's yeah. all right. Um, some rappers I really like anyway. Um, but the thing is about this this album that I listened to is, although it featured a lot of my favourite themes, uh, wrestling themes. It was like the themes, but not the themes. So I'd be like, oh yeah, all oh, right. No, not quite. It's it's quite different. The principle behind it, I think is great. Just like having mixing hip hop, rapping with wrestling themes. But just part of me just seems does think that it was WWF slash E trying to milk what was culturally relevant at the time. Yeah, mainly was, because always done that though. Mainly because some of the songs didn't really fit having rappers in. <laughs> Specifically, Kane's song. No. And Undertaker. No. Kane's song. Kane's song. You did like Kane's song. No. And what? Uh, and Undertaker's doesn't really fit their whole shtick. Oh my god. No, you gave no effects in 0.5, so yeah, this is nothing. Yeah, come on. You you bring that up all the time. Big Run Machine. Two stone pile drop man is on a soul. I'm the product of the bottom it's of the just not. Stone. It's just not very Kane and it's not very Undertaker. Do you know it's what Ministry I mean? Undertaker. Yeah, but still, it doesn't fit their character. Do you know what though? Because as a person whose favourite wrestler at the time was Kane, that track was like, oh my god, I love hip hop and I love. And I. Because I'm a teenager, I fancy myself as having a bit of a dark side. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, don't, I didn't really relate to that in your Marilyn Mansons or whatever. So I was like, yeah, the idea that <laughs> this one rap song about this monster that I can relate to. And also Big Red Machine, I was ginger. I'd sort of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't have... You know, you, you were well into hip-hop then and also uh, you listened to it back in day, yeah. whereas... I'm listening to it now with with 33-year-old ears. You sure that, that no remorse from the force as the blood pours forth? <laughs> is that not a good is that not a good line? 
It's all right. I endorse only sports of the dangerous sorts. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I wish they maybe had samples from the wrestlers, like Kane rapping. You know what? I would have liked it if the the rap the wrestlers were rapping. That would have. But, but see, that's there was that an 80s one. Fired up me murder. There was an 80s. They did that in the 80s, and it wasn't very good. I bet it wasn't. <laughs> I bet it went down as well as the old brawl for all. The only good hip hop was the rap world is John Cena. He's actually quite good. At yeah, yeah. And um, Macho Man Randy Savage won't is a rapper. Catch me in the next man's sweater. Yeah, you won't catch me in the next man's sweater. I clean your teeth like Colgate. Oh yeah, get him. But if you've done that answer, yeah, done. <laughs> um, what's, what's your favourite song? Uh, it's the DX one. Oh yeah, I guess. The Kings. I always liked it. Did he Takes me it? back to the wrestling good old days. Do you not think it's better than the first one, though? In a way. I actually, I said it's tied with the OG version. All right, cool. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the OG one just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know shit's going down. And I quite liked Know Your Role, just because I feel like the lyrical content fit with The Rock's character quite a bit. I feel like it. Oh yeah, you said all The Rock's phrases. Yeah, it? yeah, and no, I quite liked that. Whereas some of the others I felt were just chatting a lot of shit. Oh, do you like Stone Cold? No, I didn't. You I didn't, didn't like think, that? I didn't think it really... No? Oh my god, that's so... Dub C, he's like got the best. Cute. This is a silly album. So yeah. now I have to take it more seriously for some reason. I know, what's going on? <laughs> I didn't think you'd be so... Right, you need to... I think just because I like... This is the one where... I actually changed the scar before I came, but I should have kept it. Really. Yeah, yeah, do it. Okay, I, I can take the pain. Oh, that's a, that's a wrestling thing. Uh, Alright, yeah, so uh, do you have a favourite lyric? Uh, not really. Oh, God. Except, the king of rock, who? The king of rock, what? But yeah, not really. Can it not retroactively be no remorse from the forces of Blood Force Force? I endorse only sports of the dangerous sorts. I don't give a fuck about that line. Do you, do you like the Mankind one? No, again, I just didn't, that, that, that's didn't like, think... Yeah, a lot of them didn't fit with the character of the wrestler. Yeah, the Mankind one's not like... Is it renowned that. as being a bit blank? Well, no, I just, I just, I just know which... See, the thing is, this album, the songs I like, the songs I don't like, so it's not actually like, yeah, like, I don't, this isn't like, oh, a really good album, but you just specifically said she didn't have a favourite song. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> I, if I, oh, I like that one, but I don't like Mankind, I would have been like, cool. You know, Method Man runs it in on the... Like he's very relevant to the rock, but he's 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 definitely really. Well, I remember the rock coming out to that once, and really? everyone just looked perplexed. Oh yeah, they were like, "What the fuck is this?" And he even he looked a bit confused. Well, the, the DX came out to the Run DMC one. Yeah, that's the most memorable one, and oh, okay. it fit them as well because that was a cool fucking song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some. You know I mean, I can't definitely... imagine Gangrel coming out to hip hop. Oh. Well, well, he sort of does though. The Gangrel thing was like. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, from listening to this, I was going back and just listening to the originals and being like, yeah, that's the <laughs> one I like. I just think this is an unappreciated gem in my head, but I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I thought that about Punkin' Drublick. No, lots of people like that. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> This true. is like, this isn't even on Spotify. This is just like a thing. I liked the car concept. Go on. Um, yeah. Yeah, the core concert, okay. So you don't have a favourite lyric? Yeah, what, do you have a score out of uh, five? 
Uh, yeah, I initially gave it a 2.5 and then I thought I'd scored it a bit harshly giving it an average because like I said, I like I some of the songs and the core concept's pretty good. I'll give you loads less than that. So I give it 3 out of 5. Really? Yep. Some More than Outcast. More than Wu-Tang. You were critical of Ramones and then when it comes to a wrestling hip-hop thing, you're all like... <laughs> Ooh, That's why he's funny. Why don't you know? Mankind's, well, mankind's shit, but Kane's <laughs> fucking the best shit I've ever heard. Can you imagine if they came out to the rapping? I mean, I would love it, but I'd just be like, it doesn't fit. Well, no, that's, yeah, none of them did that. That's that not like the point they, of the album. It's there's like, a lot of metal and rock in wrestling anyway, but I just feel like metal versions of them would have fit. Yeah, and they didn't have a too cool one. That was probably a bit too easy. And the Ice T one was just <laughs> pimping ain't pimping ain't legal, man. Oh, I he quite liked come, that one though. He came out to that. Know, I forgot to say. I feel like um, the pimping ain't easy one is that fits the best because he's a pimp. Yeah, Ice T was a real pimp. But then, like me and Carl used to say, like years later, pimping ain't pimping ain't legal, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like actually like sex slavery, isn't it? A bit. Well, I mean, thing is, guys. It's one of them things, pimping became like... Cool for a bit. Well, it's not... <laughs> it's like, you know, you've got to detach from what actually... Like, yeah. being a real pimp is really quite an awful... Extortion ain't easy. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Where it's like... But then it just became a word for like... Haha, I've got... Big, I'm cool. I'm, I've got a big coat on. I'm flashy. Pimp my ride. Like, extort, yeah. exploit my car. <laughs> so, Joe... <laughs> uh, what did you think of this album? And what's your opinion of it, I wonder? Um... Yeah, well, I just uh, I just thought I'd throw a spanner in the works with this album, in a way. Um, just because, yeah, like I said, I probably said, interrupted you to say all this, to be honest with you. But <laughs> um, I think it's an underappreciated gem, because being a hip-hop fan and a wrestling fan, these are like my two things, so I really, really, really bumped this album back in the day, and I've really overanalyzed it more than anyone should. Um, and I, and I, yeah. <laughs> Mate, respect to you for liking such a shit album. I'm joking, uh, I give it a three. Well, that, I, I actually, <laughs> you give it a three? I should have given it a 2.5. I retract my three and give it a 2.5, and that's generous. That is generous. I wouldn't give it a 2.5. You'd give it a bloody five at this stage. No, this is, I've, what I've, I'm overanalyzed it. Doesn't mean I, I like it. I've got a lot of criticisms. So, like, obviously the Run DMC one's good. The Mankind one's good, but that's but it's it's just not in keeping with anything. I think uh, the Rock one, it's it's not that good. He, he phones it in. He really phones it in Method Man, and he's said this in interviews when he does like highly paid features, like the Limp Biscuit one. He just to try as hard, but where he's on a, a record with a rapper that he really, he really respects, then he, he he raps a lot better. Um, I think the, the Snoop Dogg one's brilliant, and then. The Kane one, and then the rest are just, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> just not good things. Even like R.A. the Rugged Man, he's fucking phenomenal, and this is actually the first time I ever heard him, and I was like, meh. And then like years, it was a lot, of, you know, I was well into my adulthood before people started going on about how he's one of the best rappers ever, and I was like, what? And yeah, so and then I've listened to his stuff since, and then I picked this up like recently this week, and I was like, Jesus, yeah, he's he's phoning it. They're all phoning it in. Pretty much. <laughs> well, Vinnie uh, Mac probably just threw money at them. 
yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't blame him. Um, but I think, I think, I think that the the guy, the East Siders, because they're not a massive, the big red machine for Kane. I think that's really good. I think they really try because they don't have, they're not particularly successful anyway. So this is probably the thing about I didn't like about that song is while it's going, Dune is going. Yeah, when Kane's music, it's like, dude. No, he goes, I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, yeah, he's like whispering to me. I'm coming, I'm coming. What's the fucking. Anyway, um, yeah, that is just. I am totally caught up in nostalgia there, aren't I, with that one? But I think there should have been more. I think this, I think they should have, like, maybe every five years, the, the rappers at the time should just do wrestling themes, but with rapping on, I think. I'd like to. I like so uh, you know. I'd like Takeshi Six Nine to do. Oh God, <laughs> Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh God. Oh, oh can you crazy. imagine? Oh. Um. So yeah, sorry. We're back to my next pick. Will be really serious. Sorry, everyone. No more comedy. It's not really a comedy album. I mind you, picked a silly one, didn't you? Because you picked Blood Angle. Mate, I legitimately like them though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I really like three songs on this. Don't don't stop being silly, mate. Don't stop being oh, silly. Oh yeah, don't stop being silly. Just you know, if you pick a silly one, don't get defensive over one like, song. Don't be giving it a serious bloody review, you then. So without further that, so diddly d, that was. Uh, Review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't. Oh no, that was right. Diddly D on to three, maybe. Diddly D, the Alpha review number three. So the next album we jointly reviewed was by one of my friends, Stuart Morfitt. Don't know him. Yeah. Well, I think you'd like him if you met him. And Stu had this to say. In 2001, I listened to this album in between the new metal and pop punk, which dominated my CD player. It is an outliner in anything else I listen to, and your podcast made me think about classic albums I had forgotten about. I'm to go, going to go back and listen to it again. I hope you do too. <laughs> You're probably not number one, maybe number 12 biggest fan, Stuart Morfitt, oh. s- sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> what did you know of the artist and what were your expectations? Uh, Nout. Uh, I think my expectations, I think I misread that email. And thought he was saying it was a new metal pop punk album. <laughs> so I was like, must have been I was, Yeah, I was like, what the shit? Yeah, it's when I actually played metal. it. So that's, but really, nothing. I mean, maybe I've heard the name 07 or seen it on a festival flyer, but oh, it could be anything. It's just two numbers, isn't it? Could be something else. Could be the fridge. You know, could be my. F- <laughs> could it's be a car, car license plate or something. So, Matt, what did you know of 07? Before. Well, I'd heard of the numbers zero <laughs> and seven, but I'd never heard of them before, and I hadn't heard this stuff, and I had no idea what to expect. I, me and Stu have talked music before, but we, this he'd never mentioned them. Get so that quiet, didn't he? I, uh, I had no idea going in, uh-huh. but I was excited. I was excited to give him a listen. So, um, did you like him? Yeah, that once I actually, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> That was like, yeah, I, I've just put here, well, good. <laughs> uh, music to have a bath to? Oh. 
I believe this is my third really? bathing recommendation <laughs> on this podcast. And I am once again endorsing candles, incense, and the good lava. The worst part about it is my boiler's been on the fucking blink this week. So, yeah. You haven't been able to actually do it. No, yeah. Just I'll been thinking about a fucking bath. I'll take your recommendation. Well, I suppose it's when it's fixed. It's going to be fixed today. But yeah, excellent downbeat. Uh, what the fuck am I? Da- oh, excellent downbeat sound. Uh, brilliant musicianship. Everything's really well played. Um, played. <laughs> played. <laughs> it's just great. Also, the name Zero Seven. They said they got it. I, did, I just read this on Wikipedia. Yeah, I, I read it. Uh, they said they got it from a bar called Cerro Siete in Utila in Honduras. Been there, mate. Really? Not the bar. But the island, which is a very small island, uh, I don't think the bars aren't there anymore. But I did go to a bar called Tritanic that has a big mosaic. Cool. <laughs> so that's that's. Uh, so what did you think? I liked this album and I enjoyed listening to it. It's a very ambient album. It's not intrusive at all, so you can have it on and you're not getting battered over the head with it. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have as a background. Um, and it's good to have on in the background, should I say, to make the atmosphere nice and relaxed. Simple drums, a lot of different instruments. I, I seem to... There was a bit of flute that I quite liked. Um, and the, the female vocalist had a really good singing voice. It's just... I would describe... If I had to describe it in one word, just relaxing. That's what this album is. I think is. You, you can either have it on the background or pay attention to it. I think, yeah. Which isn't... You can't say that about a lot of things it's one of them you can yeah. sit and listen to it but if you have it on in the background you've got That's some guests it. around or you're running a bath for your guests this <laughs> is a kind of guest a big, you're all getting in a bath big orgy in the bath yeah oh it's not orgy music oh maybe it is orgy music I don't know I've never been <laughs> I've never had an, I'm not an orgy guy metal orgy I'm music I'm not an orgy guy so uh, what was your favourite songs and why favourite song Polaris <laughs> uh it goes, it goes into a proper sick fat beat halfway through that makes me screw face. Like, you know, he's too screwing his face. Yeah, and it's, it's the fact that it switches it up and sort of transitions into it really well, and it's just a proper head nodder. Um, proper head nodder. Yeah, it's just one. like one of them. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It was definitely the, the bit of the album where I went, oh yeah, when I was listening to it. Probably, probably the only bit that would be. A bit kind of whoa in the bath, maybe. <laughs> maybe that, that, that might be the point where you start playing with your rubber ducks for a bit and then relax again. Cool. <laughs> but do you have a favourite song? Uh, two that stood out to me was In the Waiting Line. It's a very dreamy song. Floaty, you might say. A oh. simple beat and a very simple sound. Just very relaxing again. And Red Dust. And I literally put, just enjoyed it. <gasps> Okay. So, do you have a favourite line? Yeah, it's from... Oh, what was the opening track called? It's, it's the opening line of the... So it's the first lyrics in the whole album. That'll do, that one. Yeah, but why can't that be the best one? No, it's... I often pick the first song, do I? But you always put down for it. The no, I pick one the other first time two. I've done it, and this one. Um, <laughs> favourite lyric. What is... Whatever the <laughs> first track is, I've written, not written the song name down. Old Man There people stare or just more like old man there people stare thinking back to god knows where always back to where he's been i have seen i have seen i'm not really sure if it 
means what I think it means, but what I think it means is what I like. What do you about think it, it means? <laughs> um, I, it's open to interpretation. Well, it's like there's an old man there, and you sort of look at the old man. Sorry about the fucking drilling in the background. And you assume he's thinking back. Um, so, like, people, it's like, so maybe people are only seeing in the value of an old person because of what they've experienced in the past rather than appreciating them for who they are right now. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> deep, man. That's deep. Like, <clears throat> and that's maybe should, we should do that, or maybe we shouldn't do that. I don't know. Mm. I definitely do that to old people. Just think, well, oh, you are value because of how long you've lived. And you think, remember who things are you I as don't. a person now, though? Uh-huh. But you might be like... Yeah, and I might be like, no. They'll be like, yeah, motherfuck you. I'm <laughs> off to the shop and you need to respect me for that. Or something. <laughs> so, do you have a favourite lyric? I do. A couple that I'm fond of. Excuse me, dog. Um, so the line, and I've forgotten to put the songs as well. <laughs> Nine to five, living lies every day, stealing time. Which, you know, think of that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also, obvious, isn't it? another line I liked is, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching porn in my hotel dressing gown. <laughs> what porn. song's that on? Uh, now none of our listeners can... You'll have to just listen to the listen album. Listen to the album and pay close attention for the... Listen to the albums we put. Sooty does, actually. So he listens. So, any other thoughts, feelings, uh, and what score do you give it out of five? No, 4.5. 4 Woo! out of 5. 4 out of 5. Oh, yeah, it's like, um, I think, I think, <laughs> the other, compared to the other two bath ones <laughs> that we had, which was Erica Badu's Baduzium and Herba, Herba, Herbicide? Mm. What were they called? It's alright, this is episode 15, which is yeah, easy to forget. Not herbicide. You wouldn't call your bath, well, you wouldn't have a chill-out band called Herbicide, that'd be a metal band. Herbicide. Was it the one that Billy Riddell uh, yeah, yeah. thinged? I think it's... I think they're better than... It's better than both of those. It's the best bath time... Bath time one... Bath, best bath bomb so far on the on the People's Podcast. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, honestly, it's, I think it's uh, great. And they... And because they, they got together, didn't they? Where they worked, they produced for like Robert Plant and fucking and Radiohead. They, Radiohead, they yeah. Oh yeah, they, yeah. Come kid, A. I mean, come on, Radiohead. I know. We like, we like Radiohead. We like Radiohead. That's another one we like. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what, uh, do, do you have a score out of five? And any other thoughts and feelings and reflections? Just that it's uplifting, floaty, and trippy, and I give it a three point five out of five. I, it's good album. Like that was a little as dark good arse. as WWF aggression. Better. That was a dark little <laughs> arse you had there, Stu. The little dark arse. Okay, so that's our three reviews for this week. What have we got in store for your next week? Mmm. Do you want to ask me first? Yeah, I'll ask you. So, Joe, have you heard Mutter by Ramstein? No. Oh, bloody Ramstein. Yeah, like the old Ramstein. Ramstein. Uh, well, I don't think I do, but to be fair, I don't really know. And we're going to find out. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a bit of a tease. We don't usually do those little teases, do we? Um, have you heard um, Thanks and We've Got It From Here by A Tribe Called Quest? <laughs> too much to write down. No, yeah, that's too much. <laughs> you don't write it down. So, so the answer's no. I have not heard that. <laughs> okay. And a joint one 
Oh yeah, so well, we've we've actually Hi. run out of requests, people, um, which is, you know, not a bad thing. But if you know, if you've got an album that you want us to review, please do email in at what is it? I forgot. The email is mattjomenmusicreviews at gmail dot com. That email again is mattjomenmusicreviews at gmail dot com. Please send us a suggestion. But yes, because we've run out. So we've decided to pick a classic album that we've both never heard. And that is... Stooges. What is it? <laughs> the Stooges by The Stooges. But it is The Stooges by The Stooges. Okay. Excellent. I was really on it. Bye then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, and if you oh. want a patron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, patron. Got a patron. Yeah, yeah. Bye. I wouldn't pay us. Shut up.